Okay, this is group one, uh, podcast number three. Um, I'm Davis. I'm Allie. I'm Sierra. And I'm Trent. Um, okay, so we're going to do um, the 30-second recap. Uh, anyone want to volunteer to go first? I'll go first. Okay, Sierra. Um, okay. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> okay, so uh, Frankenstein gets stranded on this piece of ice, and he's found by Walton, and he tells his whole story about the creature to Walton, and then um, Walton is really obsessed with it and thinks that it's super cool and then Frankenstein dies and the creature is like oh no and then the creature goes to kill himself okay it's supposed to be the whole book that was like the whole book minus everything in the middle okay Uh, anyone want to go next? I could, I could go. I don't mind. I'm gonna pull up the timer. Oh, I was just going by the timer. Okay. Okay. Um. Then I'll start. Okay. So, um, Victor is like uh, really antisocial, and he develops this love of science, and um, that leads to him going to study at college, and then he gets really obsessed with this concept of creating life, and so he makes the monster, but then the monster um, resents him for abandoning him because he's so ugly and then um it leads to them basically battling it out till they both die <laughs> a very vague <laughs> description okay um ali you want to go yeah okay okay so basically um walton finds frankenstein and he tells him his story and his story is basically that he wants to study alchemy and he like creates this creature and the creature he does not appreciate it and he abandons it and the creature learns on its own and ends up killing a bunch of people related to victor and we're going to be doing our 30 seconds yeah so the book starts off with um walton finding victor in the middle of the or like on the ice caps and then victor begins to tell him his life story which is where he studies all of this alchemy and eventually creates the creature. And then this creature like gets abandoned by Victor and develops this intelligence and ends up killing all of Victor's family and asking for Victor to build him like a mate in order for him to like, survive and have a life. But then Victor disagrees and they die. Okay, I think yours is definitely the best. That was you have, like all yeah. the information in them. Okay. We <laughs> were very vague. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alright, uh, our first question is who is smarter, Victor or the creature? And in my opinion, I think that Victor is because the creature needed Victor, one, to be born, and two, to have that mate in his life. And in the end, he never actually got that mate. And I think it could be argued that um, the creature is more sneaky and sly because he's able to hide in the shadows so often, but Victor is definitely the more intelligent one. I feel like Victor might be the more intelligent one if we're talking like conventionally. So academically, he's the smarter one, but I feel like the creature is able to get in people's heads and know exactly what they want, how to hurt them, and all of that, which is 
like a terrifying kind of smart and I feel like that almost makes him smarter because he's able to evade and hurt the creature like a social kind of smartness yeah 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 I think I don't know it's hard but I like in the last few chapters of the book or like just whenever the creature is threatening Victor like Victor has no common sense whatsoever. Like, he totally um, didn't predict that by the monster being with him on his wedding night, he was going to kill Elizabeth. Like, what did he expect? He's killed, like, so many of his friends. And then, yeah, he's just... He totally um, underestimates the creature at every turn, and um, which, is, which leads to basically everyone dying. So I think that in a lot of ways the creature is smarter. Yeah, I feel like Victor is very reckless, and he doesn't make the best decisions, even though he's smart, like academically. But the creature, like really like displays intelligence when he finds the books and he's able to learn on his own without victor there to help him yeah i feel like the creature really learns at like a rapid pace like we see victor read all these books over like a year and he becomes very smart but then we see the creature read three books in the span of a few months and he's learned so rapidly like he was just created and he already knows how to read write and speak I just feel like that's pretty uh, hard to do. Well, Victor yeah. even said he was like, I'm going to create a creature with intelligence far above, like, humans. Like, he tried to create the creature as smart as he could. Yeah. He goes um, to college. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that, uh, like, um, Victor was, um, even though he did, like, learn a lot about natural philosophy and stuff, like, in the beginning, he was really, um, like, he rejected anything that changed his mind about, like, alchemy or said that he couldn't do what he wanted, and so he was kind of really ignorant, and whereas the creature was, like, always open to learning new things. Yeah, the creature was really, like, accepting of new knowledge in the book, yeah. But I mean, he also, like, exclusively gained his knowledge from those books, so it's like, that's all he knows, whereas Victor has much more of a wide array of knowledge. True, but we have to, like, recognize that Victor has been alive for much longer than the creature has been. Like, the creature's only been, like, created, like, how long has the creature It's been, like, a... It's like by like the end it's like two years two or three years like that. and he like just seeing how he writes like in um like in the descriptions of like what he said to victor like he's really eloquent and and like with three books you kind of wonder like he, he must have found something more to read because like to have that grasp of the english language so fast is kind of insane so what do we want to say for our conclusion for this like Yes. Conclusion is creature. Yeah, probably. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion, I think Victor's smarter right now, but I think eventually, like with the creature's growth rate, he would have became smarter than Victor. Yeah. Okay.
So our next question is asking if the creature or Frankenstein are oral. And I don't think that either of them are. I think that they both exclusively try to serve their own self-interest. Like the creature doesn't ever consider how Victor feels. And if Victor doesn't do what he wants, you know, he kind of murders everyone he cares about. Um, but also, in the same way, Victor doesn't consider how he's hurt the creature. He doesn't um, ever try to make amends. And so I think that neither of them are at all moral. And I think they kind of need to reevaluate themselves. Yeah, kind of going like along those lines, Victor's never really like taken responsibility for his actions either. Like we see him with the creature, abandon him at first, and have every opportunity to like report what he's done to the magistrate or whatever, and like tell them, oh, I created this creature. And the one oh. time that he does, it's just way too late, and he can't do anything about it. So I feel like if he took more responsibility for his actions, he would have a good moral, but right now I don't think he does yeah like constantly throughout the book like um, he's always thinking about like um, his pride and how like exposing the creature would reflect back on him I think uh, and even like when he's worried about <laughs> when he's worried about his friends like Justine getting um, being um, accused and found guilty for the murder of William He's talking about how, but her pain is even less than mine because I have the guilt of like being responsible, and it's like, well, it's not about you. You can do something, but he he doesn't. He stands by. Yeah, I feel like he treats the creature like the creature has no feelings. Like he just kind of treats the creature like an object, and he doesn't really like treat it like how someone would treat like their son. Yeah. Yeah. And back to what Davis said about the Justine thing. He felt so much guilt about Justine's death. And he was like, I am the cause of this. Like, if I hadn't created the creature, then everything would be fine. And he still did not turn himself yeah. in. He didn't tell anyone yeah, about the creature. He didn't even plan to tell anyone about the creature until like a year or two later when he and Elizabeth were getting married. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little too late by then. Yeah. Um, going about uh, the creature now, um, I think, um, I would also think the creature isn't moral. I think he's really been, obviously he's been shaped a lot by his circumstances and being rejected like so many times. But I also think that part of being moral is being kind even when no one's been kind to you. Which is, I mean, obviously he's in like the worst possible situation, but I still think most of his actions weren't justified. I feel like the creature wants to have good morals, but he's just, like, been shaped by what he's seen. Like, he doesn't understand the world quite yet, so he doesn't understand the difference between good and bad morals exactly. Yeah, I feel like he's really tried to have good morals in his life, like when he saved that girl in the river, but just based off his appearance, nobody really trusts him. Like, we see the dad shoot 
like shoot the creature All right, and so he asked for a mate from Victor like that's the only thing he ever asked for Victor and when he didn't get it that's the that's if when not, he went on that rampage he would have gone down to South America and just lived out a life but in the end he never got that so I think that really shaped him I think definitely in the beginning of the book he was a moral person you know he did his best to help everyone we saw him taking like wood for the fireplace to the family that he was near and he saved the girl in the river and but as he continued to be shunned by society despite the fact that he was trying to do all these good things he got really upset with the fact that nobody would trust him and i think that's what kind of caused him to kind of throw his hands up in the air and go oh well i tried and give up on being good yeah he was kind of just like a blank slate like a pure being when he was first uh, brought into the world and then just society shaped him into what he is now yeah i don't think creating the creature was a i think all right, we're on to the third question um, about how uh, the child of Omalas and the creature um, are similar and how they're both standing for the suffering in our society. Um, I think that, um, I mean, both of them are symbols of how uh, people treat others um, in a way to benefit themselves. Um, all the aggression shown towards Frankenstein, however, is out of fear of him, whereas um, the mistreatment to the child is out of fear. I guess it's also out of fear because they're worried about what will happen um, to their society if um, they show him any kindness. Um, but I feel like the core difference in the stories is that um, there's actually an amount of guilt shown about how they treat the child, whereas no one feels guilt to the creature because they never actually, because he has an automatic disadvantage. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of people, or Victor at least, has guilt because of the creature, whereas in the um, Child of Omelas story, there's guilt towards the child. And I feel like Frank, or not Frankenstein, uh, the creature has kind of created that guilt um, just out of killing a lot of people, whereas the Child of Omelas hasn't really done anything. And I feel like there's a lot of differences that go into this, and they're not really the same story. Yeah, the um, creature causes a lot of harm to, like, the people and, like, like all of the people that he killed and all of the people related to the people that he killed, but the child just kind of sits there and just is sad. But you could also say that the people who shun the creature, they don't know that he's hurting anyone. The only person who knows that he's hurt people is Frankenstein. So it's almost the same sort of premise of just um, hurting someone that you know nothing about in your own self-interest. Yeah, I think... Either yeah, it's difficult. I think that um, the creature they both should have been shown a 
more of a strong like, uh, more kindness because I mean he obviously tries with the blind man to and he kind of shows his kind and gentle nature and then he's rejected and um, whereas I feel like the child um, I mean he should be give, shown kindness because he's given just to be given the benefit of the doubt because no one actually knows what he's like because he's just been isolated but I think even more so that the creature deserves it because he's actually shown like goodness and he's done good things in his lifetime yeah. But, I mean, the child wasn't really given a chance to do good things. Like, as far as we're aware, the child has been there since it was a couple months old, maybe. Um, so the child wasn't even given a chance to be its own person. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like they're both kind of similar in the way that they tell a story of someone who doesn't have any opportunities just based off their position in society, like we see the creature just being the monster that nobody wants to be a part of just the way he looks and then we also see the child who is just abandoned and I think that's also another similarity is both um, characters were abandoned by a parental figure. I think one of the big differences to note is that the child of Omelas was shown sympathy um, everyone felt bad for the child, and some people even refused to live in the city once they knew what was going on in it. Whereas the only person who even talked to the creature in um, sort of a good way was the blind man who didn't know what he looked like, um, Walton who already knew about him, and Victor who created him. So they all sort of had reasons to not run away from him. Yeah, I think something interesting is that like the only way people would show either of them kindness if they really didn't know about it. So in Frankenstein's case, the only people who, sh who showed him kindness, um, he was blind, so he couldn't see um, obviously what everyone was afraid of. And then for the child, you know, if someone had come into the town not knowing about this kind of curse, basically, they would have, they likely would have shown the child kindness. And so I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> the logic is kind of getting in the way, and that might be, that might go along with, like, the prejudices people have, like, in modern day. Like, we, we make up all these reasons, like, that we think are logical for why people maybe shouldn't be given equal things, but... <laughs> but without but it's also i don't know but it also gets in the way of morals as well okay so our final question is um how does walton's decision to abandon his quest impact the theme of frankenstein and so the theme we came up with was don't let pride blind you from reality and i think walton's decision to abandon like his quest like he was so like confident in doing this quest early on that i feel like it's kind of like a reverse of frankenstein in a way i'm not sure how to explain it because like he started all like um he started out i don't even it kind of shows like the self-control that Walton yeah. had, like to be able to abandon his quest and not take it as far as like Victor did with the creature. Like 
he wasn't he as obsessed as Victor, and I feel like that really helped him in this situation. Yeah, I feel like Victor's tale is sort of like a very cautionary tale. Like, if you go too far, if you let your pride carry you too far, look what will happen. And then uh, Walton's ability to sort of turn around and stop and go, yes, my pride is important, but I know that if I keep going, people are going to die. Um, it's sort of he's the example of what you should do like be able to recognize when you need to stop it yeah i think yeah i agree he's like the ultimate example of like why it's so important and we saw how treacherous the ice was and everything and i think it's really interesting how like walton really idolizes victor and like i think if Victor had just like told him, was just talking about like his discovery and everything and didn't really make it seem um, so terrible. I think um, Walton would have been like inspired to go even farther on his discovery. But, um, and so I think Frankenstein and Walton are really similar in that way that they're both very, you know, um, motivated. But um, I think that actually seeing the creature had a big impact on Walton. Like, I, of course, he's like hearing this cautionary tale, and he's like, "Well, that you know, the things that happened are terrible." But he still doesn't quite see like the terrible effects it's had until you know Victor dies and like the creature appears to him. Yeah, I definitely think he took Frankenstein as an example and like learned off of his experiences and contributed them to his journey. Hmm. I think another thing that helped. Walton is he had people there for him to sort of tell him like stop you're going too far and his crew was like we need to go back this is too dangerous whereas Victor never had that um and he was like almost pushed on by people telling him that he couldn't and uh he took criticism just the opposite way that Walton did. Yeah, he took it as a challenge, definitely, and then Walton took it more as advice. Yeah, I feel like that kind of like adds other themes onto our actual theme too, like relying on your friends for help, because Walton had those friends and he relied on them, and without them he probably would have continued on this journey and probably would have killed him. Um, and, and I feel like if Victor had listened to his friends and not like he was the sick one. He was the one that secluded himself. I so think that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, like in his laboratory, I feel like if he had a social life, he would have been better off. And yeah. I feel like that definitely connects to like the modern world. Just a lot of, especially teenagers, tend to shut themselves out, especially when they're struggling with things. They kind of push people away. And I think it's a lesson, you know, we could all learn from. Yeah, I think um, a lot of Victor's problems could have been solved if he just, you know, told someone about the creature or look for help in any way. Um, I also think that um, the theme of pride and like not letting you know pride dictate your life um, also can connect to the modern world. Like I don't know, just a lot of politics lately. A lot of people are just 
very much focused on their own stuff and like this is what we should be worried about and really failing to see um, failing to have empathy and you know see other sides of the situation which is why it's so polarized right now yeah the modern world is definitely very biased mm -hmm. uh, <laughs>